Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 17 of The Three Amigos. I'm your host, Mars, and I'm joined, as always, by my amiga, Kylie, and my amigo, PJ. Guys, how are we doing? Not too bad, thanks. Okay, thanks, Marzi. Feeling good. I've got a bit of jam this week, guys. That never happens. Bench jam. So I'm very excited. It's a terrible week, but who cares? I'm smiling. (laughs) I I also have bench jam. I've managed to get both... Emmanuel Dennis and Liveramento's one points off my bench. <laughs> yeah, so, well, very happy well let's, let's get into it. So at the moment, without the bench calculations in, um, well, actually, let's do it with Kylie. You, you start us off with your bench jam because at the moment with your bench jam, you're, you're ahead uh, with about, <laughs> I think, 50, 50 minus four or something like that, along those lines. But we've got, yeah. we've obviously, we're recording during the United-Brighton game. It, all three of us have Bruno captain. I've got Dalot and De Gea as well. Um, PJ, I know you have Dalot as well, I think. Dalot and Sanchez. And Sanchez, of course. I keep forgetting about Brighton. and they t- They're going to turn out to be the players to have picked for this game week. <laughs> Almost certainly. Definitely <laughs> judging by the first 15 minutes here as well. Yeah, Kylie, you've got only Fernandes, right? That's right, yeah. So, cool. um... so you're on 50 minus four. Tell us about your game week and your jam. Yeah, exciting. Listeners of the pod will know that I uh, quite often have points on my bench. It's just that it's uh, beyond rare when they actually come in. So uh, it's Dawson. Last week, Dawson was on my bench. Um, and instead of coming in with his clean sheet, Edward decided to, to play and, and do precisely nothing in a standard state of affairs. But um, actually, Paul and I were, were watching the match and... I was absolutely convinced that he wouldn't get it because at this point, obviously knew that Dawson was coming in because of Cancelo. So I remember saying like, there's no way that Dawson is getting this. Paul was very optimistic. And um, then when, when the, and it was Bowen, of course, as well, taking the corner, when it went in, I was like, am I hallucinating or is that Dawson running around right now? I just and and then of course you know they went to check it so I was completely convinced it wasn't going to go in but lo and behold and and seven points look that's really valuable in a game week like this particularly because I did go in only with one double game weeker for twenty five um, so that was a risk in and of itself though not currently looking like too much of a, a problem. Well, I certainly hope you just jinxed it. It's difficult for me as a Liverpool fan. I always enjoy it when United suffer. The pain is, is always fun because I suffered, obviously, you know, like growing and uh, supporting Liverpool, watching the, the great United team, the 90s and the noughties. Um, but having three of their players, I'm, you know, it's win-win. If they lose, I laugh. Um, and if they win, and, and as long as my players deliver, then I'll go, oh, well, well, it's all good. Uh, PJ, you come in straight after Kylie, I think uh, about four, 45 there or thereabouts with your bench points. Um, and you've got, like you said, you've got Sanchez and Bruno captain. Any any highlights of your game week? Minus um, four as well. 
None really. Oh yes, well. of course. There's a highlight. There well, a highlight. I suppose Sanchez is my only highlight in the sense that. Oh, uh, what well, you're not he, going to mention Keane? He he got a <laughs> yeah he got a <laughs> uh, he got a return. Whereas my only other returns were uh, Trent and uh, and Bowen, who who everybody everybody owns. Um, yes, I I took out Diego. Uh, sorry, I took out Michael Keane for Diego Dalla this week for a hit, um, a slightly drunken hit on kind of Friday night. It has to be said, and it was total. It was total FOMO. Not not from not from the kind of Twitter crowd, just from my own kind of FOMO of being a United fan, being a double game week, and obviously being burnt, you know, to a crisp by Michael yeah. Keane over the previous three or four game weeks. <laughs> to see him thunder bastard in a header within about twenty minutes. That was vicious. And then keep the clean sheet as well. Mm-hmm. Just just haunting. It's just it's actually you know what? but it was funny and it's the thing is I could laugh it. about it the reason I could laugh about exactly. it is because nobody owns him so it wasn't like one of those huge errors would that results in a massive rank would you have started him? Um, would you have started no him? but I would have got him in for, exactly. for Cancelo so uh, I would have got his oof. points yeah painful so yeah, yeah I feel your pain 14 points is something that seems to have maybe Kylie will be next to the 14 points so it was for, first me with Ramsey now you with Keane <laughs> these 14 points seem to be well there'll definitely be yeah. some uh, I'm sure we'll get into it later but I, I guarantee there's going to be some points on our benches next week oh but... absolutely oh yeah. oh 100% 100% yeah so for me it's uh, I'm on 42 no hits and I've got those three players so you know it could, could anything could happen um, I held off Salah, I think both of you brought him in. I held off, so, um, you know, I wanted him to score in that game, obviously. Uh, not, no no major uh, things in that game, yeah, just just standard, really. But, yeah, anyway, enough about Actually, us. Actually, sorry, yeah. the only other thing I'd mention that does make me happy, because, you know, we know it's been a bit of a fraught season, but um, I, I did bring in Robbo. I, I did the switcheroo. Um, on on Liverpool as as part of my plan over the last couple of weeks, and I I kept Jota last week and brought in Robbo, and then I flipped Jota to Salah this week, and you know Salah outscored Jota by a whole two points, so that's exciting. But actually Robbo he hasn't got any attacking returns yet, but the two clean sheets has been really welcome, and I think one of the concerns was you know who knows how many minutes he'll play in the double game week, but to kind of have two clean sheets in the bank beforehand has actually really helped over the last two game weeks. So that's a little, that's a little win I'll take as well. Yeah. yeah hey, look, we, we take any wins we have. Um, right. Um, PJ, let's talk about the real players. How, how are we doing up in the, in the Amigos League? Yeah, obviously this is prior to tonight's game, but the current top five, we have Adrian Paunch with Origi Mini Manimo in fifth spot. Then up to fourth with RRB is Jamie Tufts. And then our top three remains unchanged. Alex Gray-Davies, the tepid template. Jimmy Hill with Alison Chains. And James S with Larry of Breast. Currently ranked 17 in the world and may break into the top 10 tonight because he has a staggering five players playing in this particular match, um, including obviously his captain. Uh, he's got uh, Fernandez, Ronaldo, De Gea, Cucurella and Trossard all playing in this match. So could be a single digit rank to our friend James soon. So well done him. Go on, Jimmy. Do it. Thank you for that. Um... PJ, um, yeah, time for the rant, and uh, it, the rant is actually about our topic today, which is uh, we'll go into details about 
you know, BB versus uh, TC versus free hit, whatever, for Game Week 26, because it's the main discussion. Uh, And there is absolutely nothing wrong with discussing, you know, the merits of BB for people like me who wildcarded uh, early versus a TC. Salah is not, you know, the the form of Salah is is questionable, whether it's TAA. But where I tell you where I have a problem is people who don't want, I've seen especially the people who don't want a TC. Uh, Now they are starting tweeting about how, you know, uh, bad Salah is, how better options are, how your bench boost is not going to be good uh, next time around. It sounds to me, guys, that you're just trying to justify to yourself why you don't want a TC. Now, it's up to you. It's your team. But desperately trying to justify things to scare people off, or maybe you're the ones who are scared, I find a little bit childish, just a little bit. You're trying to get people on board with what you're saying, so you're trying to scare them. Some people might fall for that, but you know what? If Stay strong and go with your plan. There's there's no right or wrong, actually, and I, I know some people have their, their set ways on it, and for them, there is right or wrong, and shock, horror, PJ might be one of them. I don't know, but in this case, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I just find it a bit hilarious that the justification or... Not justifying your decision, just trying to um, bring down other people's decision. I just find a bit strange. Mars out. And I always actually find it quite funny because I do think if you feel the utmost conviction in, in what you're saying there that um, Salah is, is a terrible option, do you know what? Go do something else and and hope that you're right. Back yourself and then hope that you've got an uber differential in terms of the strategy that you've undertaken instead of um, trying to force the masses to do something else. I don't know. It's quite that people, people feel very strongly about these things, but um, yeah, yeah. just found it strange. Okay. Just found it strange. It, it, you know, I know, I know Twitter's there. For it's the cultishness it, about it. That is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, like I, you're not I'll, getting I'll, a commission for how many people you convert I'll away from salad. I'll swap the L with a red, with an N. You know, but I agree. <laughs> can I can I just add a, a kind of sub rant onto that? Because whilst that sure. does whilst that does annoy me, although obviously as a kind of you know someone who who often tries to find a little bit of humour on Twitter, um, sometimes I think there are a few of those with with their tongue firmly in cheek. But, but there's, oh, cer- absolutely. there's certainly some that aren't as well. But but what annoys me more is um, more kind of serious accounts, more kind of of a kind of vanilla kind of larger content creators i'm not going to make i'm not going to name any names here who we all know what they're going to do we all know what they're going to do but because 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 of their stature in the fbl community they feel kind of obligated to kind of eke out these lesser options and then make a really compelling pitch for them yet they're never actually going to do it themselves <laughs> yeah, i just ask for a bit I, of honesty for most people to say look salah is far and away the best triple captain off you know, option. I'm clearly going to triple captain him. However, if you're a mad bastard, here are these options. Not actually. I think that Salah might not be the best option. Maybe Andy Robertson could be. There. You're not going to triple captain Andy Robertson. So stop <laughs> pretending you're going to. Anyway, TJ. Right. Anyway, let, <laughs> look. This takes us nicely into our our topic. So Andre L at, at Andre L zero three one three. Hello, amigos. Thoughts on triple captain versus Ben Bush this game week and Salah versus TAA for TC. Um, he also asked us what we did for Valentine's, but we'll come back to that. Right. So um, the biggest talking point bar none is actually t- two sections. It's exactly Andre's question. Do you BB or TC? 
And if you TC, would it be Salah or TAA? I've seen some people mention Jota. So let's take the first one. Uh, KL, I'm going to come to you first. I believe you're still planning to TC. Is that correct? Yeah. So for me, I I do understand. I do think that if you're in a good position as far as your team being optimised, having a fully functioning bench and players that you think have genuine potential to get you returns this week or can get to that, you know, in our move or two, um, then, uh, you know, I think that there there can be a case for it because there's yeah. quite a number of teams there. You know, outside of Liverpool and Arsenal, the fixtures are relatively mixed, but that doesn't mean that you, you can't do well. I think that the biggest challenge is that there's many of us who – aren't necessarily that well set up, myself included. I, I look at my my bench and actually, given that Livermento seems to be back, um, they are all playing. But for me, I don't feel it's a compelling enough bench to to use that chip in a week where there are still there's still a move or two that I want to make within my starting eleven to really have a strong team there. So I'd have to be sort of dividing my attention and it's not really something I want to be doing. So for me, it's just not the, it's less even about the the triple captain. And, and that is, there's plenty of compelling reasons to go with that because the fixtures have aligned nicely. Um, but it's just the bench boost kind of rules itself out in a way already. I think one of the, Big reasons that people are arguing pro bench boost is a the conversation around sellers form, and I know we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but b the fact that we're looking at the the sort of next candidate being later in the season, circa thirty six, um, as a, as a large large enough game week to to bench boost. And obviously, later in the season, we have certain things finalised in the league table. You tend to see more rotation than you would earlier on as teams might be on the beach, yada, yada, yada. I I do agree with all of that. But I I just, I think it is, as we keep saying, and it feels so tiresome, this season, it is so much about the team that's in front of you. And you really have to go with your conviction there because one size will not fit all. Not not this season with the amount of doubles and blanks and various different things that we have. Yeah. So so you basically for you it was about the setup. But uh, let let's say what for you is a well. What would make you bench boost? Is it certain players like for example, let's say you had Brighton players for 25. Now on 26 they have a single game, but they're playing Burnley at home who don't even know how to score anymore, or, or a Broja playing against Everton, for example, at home. Because the one thing that I found interesting is the single game weeks of the teams that you wouldn't normally rely on or bench, or, or those guys that you will have as not the premiums, are quite are at home with some nice games. So West uh, Villa uh, are playing Watford at home. They need to win. Uh, Brighton are playing Burnley. We know how good Brighton can be. So if you had a bench of a Brighton... Villa uh, and a Bowen or a Cancelo. Would yeah, you bench look, boost over Salah TC? Uh, no. Okay. So, so having single game week is, would absolutely not put me off. I think if you've got a strong bench, we've seen countless times people do really well on a bench boost in a single game week. And we've also seen countless times people play 
you know, a team fully comprised of double game weekers and, you know, they don't even get the double anyway. I, I think it comes down to who those people are. So if you've got a super strong starting 11 who all have double game weeks and you've got Bowen and Cancelo on your bench, yeah. If you have uh, Coutinho or Ramsey, for instance, who are really great form options with a good fixture, yeah, I, I would because they're capable of returning in any game week. Um, Brogia, I really like as well. He's capable of scoring in any game week. Brighton, I find less compelling because they just don't score enough for me and they don't really keep enough clean sheets. So I think if you're really heavy on Brighton, for me, that would be slightly off-putting and I'd be hoping for a, a week where my players, I feel more confident in each of them individually. But as to the broader question of would you bench boost in this game week if you had a fully playing single you know, series of single game weekers and you think they've got good fixtures and can get you points, yeah, that's fine. So, PJ, um, so for Kylie, it's about setup. Uh, I want to come to you about something else because, and you can touch on the setup. Now, the other argument is um, it's actually a clear form of a fixture. So let's touch on that. Salah has just come back from playing four times 120. He came off against Le- he came on against Leicester, played uh, the full game, I believe, against Burnley. Uh, we, uh, Liverpool have Inter Milan midweek, Norwich. Uh, then leads, then a, 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 a cup final. We saw City rotate against Norwich, and it's no disrespect to Norwich, but you know you have to rotate at some time, and we all know that against Leeds you have to be fully on it because they will run non-stop. So there is a debate that you know first the form, then the minutes, and it's really form versus fixtures because those are two beautiful fixtures at home for one of the best players, highly owned as well. Whereas later on, the doubles for Liverpool that could fall could be uh, including Arsenal away uh, in, in either of them, uh, in 36 or 28. No, Liverpool won double in 28, Arsenal would with Liverpool. But even later, it's always a tough game or a tougher away game with an OK game where now you have two home games against two of the most questionable defences, I would say. So tell me your thoughts behind you going for a TC uh, because I saw a comment from you earlier early on Twitter to Holly saying, all I see is a decline from Salah. So why are you TCing him if you think it's, it's a decline? And people want to know because they believe you're a jinx. Yeah, thanks, Mars. Well, I, I'm triple <laughs> captaining him for... I mean, that's true. <laughs> what, what it is, and it, you know, it forms part of my answer. I'm triple captaining him for two reasons. Um, first and foremost is you you couldn't handpick a better, a better triple captain. Um spot on paper the best player in the league home to Norwich and Leeds you almost couldn't handpick there if you wanted to play your triple captain so, so that it's fallen in that way yes there's been a bit of a decline but Liverpool still score on average kind of you know three games you would expect them to score five to six goals sorry over those two games and Salah statistically is likely to be involved in in kind of half of them so it's an absolute no-brainer, and I've not overfought it. I've not considered anyone else. Which brings me to point two, my infamous curse. Six years, not a single goal, not a single legitimate kind of, you know, good score from my triple captain chip. Three single digits, three injuries, 
Oh. Two within the first fifteen the minutes. Tell me you've been going against the grain. Tell Two, me no, I haven't. Well, uh, you know, Mane was 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 the most popular triple. He was the top pick that time. You know, yeah, right? took Salah it up two was times. Yeah, um, but this oh. this season, this season, the I, I can't lose because on paper it's the best triple captain I could pick, and also <laughs> I am going to bring down probably eighty percent of active players with me, which is just absolutely fantastic because the uh, because trip. a triple captainship is, is a curse for me it almost guarantees a rank drop for me not not necessarily, oh. not necessarily when i play it but when kind of if i play it at a wrong time and knowing that other people will then benefit from those points because i won't be able to get them this season i know that 80 percent of the field is just is just even because when you Salah just want to help andy martin win fbl I mean, look, he's doing a fine job. If he goes against Salah triple captain, he deserves to. Anybody who has followed me on Twitter for the last three or four years and, and knows about my triple captain curse, and spare my, my triple captain curse is also also applies to virtual FBL and championship manager FBL. Oh, good All God. All forms of FBL, you know. Um, it's it's just there. Just, I, I, it's just it's just it's there. So I don't, this, I'm so happy about it because I don't expect Salah. I don't expect Salah. And obviously, as a Man United fan, it's perfect. It's, it's okay. Let, let me just a disclaimer at this point. And that goes, we don't condone this, and we're not trying to jinx people. This is PJ's own curse and his own choice to do this. We've tried to convince <laughs> him otherwise, and we we wish you hopefully the the the, the luck of the, the all of us. Uh, and the Irish on this board and everything will all overrule this stupid. But I'd, curse. I'd like to. I'd like to. That's it won't. But it, it won't. It's it real. Won't. It's and real. I would, it's so real. I want to sit here with Kylie. Look at her saying Kylie believes in curses more than most witches. Okay, <laughs> she knows that this curse is real. Yet she <laughs> is going to triple captain well, Tyler anyway. Know. Now, Kylie, you haven't, you haven't had a great season so far. You know, I don't no. mean to put you down. This surely you are presented here. With an unbelievable opportunity to go against the grain, just you don't even have to go far from it. Just triple captain Salah or Jota, uh, sorry, um, Trent or Jota, and well, she doesn't have Jota. Reap the I, rewards. I, I, I'm being honest with you, PJ. This is my greatest conflict, and it is because on paper it seems the act of a madwoman to not triple captain Salah, but but whatever statistics I want to look at will not change the fact that this curse is the most real curse of all the curses to do with FPL. I believe in it so deeply that I, I'm highly stressed about this situation and that there is a good chance that I will not triple captain Salah because of this very fact. So, you know, I, I can't argue with your with your logic. And I have been looking through all of the data to support <laughs> why captaining Salah is a a bad thing. I'm not enforcing that opinion on other people because, frankly, I could do with a lot of other people doing really poorly um, to help my season improve, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, so, yes, I, I, have been, I have been looking. I've been looking closely at this decline, and the decline is real. Unfortunately, statistically, there's not really any decline. He's basically, like, on par. So I actually had a look, okay, um, at his stats for the last eight matches that he's played. So that's obviously excluding those played um, at AFCON. And then the eight matches previous to that. So the last eight, he's had 35 points versus 89 
in the previous period. Three goals, one assist versus eight goals, six assists. That all sounds very compelling. Um, there's essentially nothing in his XG during that period. So it's like 5.09 the last eight games and then 5.79 during the period he scored 40 billion points. Um, and, and all of his other stats are really similar. The only one that's dropped is his conversion rate. So initially it looked really great because I was like, yeah, Salah, bit crap now, isn't he? Not quite, but you know what I mean? Um, I definitely shouldn't triple captain him because, you know, trying to pretend that it's for those reasons as opposed to the, the curse. It capitalized. Um, but I, I think I, I've not found anything there. So I think if I do stick to my convictions, it will be solely based on the curse and no other reason. Um, right. I don't have Jota. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that frightens me, right? Sorry, Mars. Just while we're talking stats. Over the last six matches, Leeds have conceded 14 goals. That's joint worst. And Norwich, 11 goals. That's joint second worst. They're both in the bottom five for shots on target conceded with 36 and 33, respectively. Likewise for total attempts. Meanwhile, Liverpool are top for attempts over the last six with 106, top for shots on target with 45, and top for big chances total with 23. So, I mean, (laughs) it's quite frightening I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Stay tuned, people. It is not. It's look. It's let, let's get back. So thank you for bringing it back to facts rather than this jinx malarkey. Which it's I real. Don't, it's I real. don't listen. 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 I don't disagree with it, but I don't think it's a reason that will stop me. Um, I'm always there to break jinxes where you guys believe in them. I like to break them. But let's bring it back. Like you said, the stats look good. The opponents look good. I mean, on paper, it should be a no-brainer. But actually. There is always something in the back of your mind. Uh, when I was doing my wild card, I looked at, at a team that where I could have a bench boost. And I actively avoided that because I did not want the choice. And because I hate bench points. You know how much I hate bench points. So And, and I suffered last week with 32 points on the bench. Okay. Uh, 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 who was it? Somebody was on uh, Yeah, Broja against Saints. Third on my bench was never playing. But Ramsey was always in my starting team. So those 14 points. And... Uh, when I picked the teams, I picked players that I knew would go on the bench and I wouldn't start them. So I would be less inclined to actually think about the bench the bench boost because for me, it's a great opportunity, great option, the best player of the game in the game with those two fixtures. However, there is question marks, PJ. Liverpool have a lot of games. He's just played a lot. Liverpool have now depth as well. You know, we're actually, for the first time, we have a full, pretty much a full fit squad. So, do I see Salah rested or missing Norwich? Yes, I could see him on the bench. You go Inter, you bench him Norwich, you play against Leeds, and then you play the 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 cup game. Or I could see minute management, but I can see that for all the players as well. So Robertson could lose out for to Simicas. Uh, Jota already, Mane, Dia, all of these guys. Then you come to TAA, the other option. Now there's a debate that he's the one that might not miss out. However, I do think he's played also a lot and there's a potential that Joe Gomez uh, or Milner uh, play on, on, on the right, as a right-back or another player. Um, so 
for me, the risk is there for any of those Liverpool players, but the risk is always there with any of your triple captains in every season that they might not play. We Kylie touched on it. In a double game week, we get a lot of players that don't play two games fully. However, 120 minutes of Salah versus these two should, could be enough absolutely to demolish them. Um, or even, that's 120, that's 260s, let's say 90. And I see him on the bench. Let's say he comes on to rest the other forwards because that's what they will do. So 100, I'm, I'm thinking he plays 120 minimum. Would I not get triple captain the best player in the game against the worst defences that we just talked about for 120 minutes? I absolutely would. Um, the other debate, um, BJ, PJ, before I come to you for, to, to close out, is about the BB. I, the bench boost. Completely agree. Understand. However, we also know that 36 could be huge. 36, you could have 12 to 14 teams doubling, potentially. And there's a lot of cheap players that are starters, like the Gordon, like the Ramsey, that you can put on the bench and have a double player on your bench rather than a single player. So I think there is a debate for each point. But because of these games coming thick and fast, Salah, Salah playing a lot and not firing lately, there's that question. PJ, your final thoughts on the uh, the minutes? Yeah, um... Well, you're the experts on minutes. I I agree with you. Um, I think the only point um, I wasn't, um, you know, that we haven't kind of quite made yet, that I did want to touch upon in terms of a bench boost versus a triple captain, is that it's not triple captain versus bench boost this week. It's triple captain versus when you were triple captain further down the line and bench boost this week compared to bench boost further down the line. So, you know, a bench boost should always be outscoring a triple captain. Bearing in mind the, the chip is only worth one additional score. Let's see that, say that Salah scores 15 points. You know, some of the bench boosts we've described, and a lot of people will have at least one doubler on there as well if they're going to be playing that chip, should be getting above 15 points. So, you know, I'm sure we'll get some tosses on Twitter saying, haha, Salah triple captain was only worth 15, my bench boost was worth 21 kind of next week. But that's not actually... You know, what, if you're in two minds, look at, well, can I get more value from this chip further down the line? And the reason why I've never thought twice about doing anything but triple captain Salah is because I don't see any any opportunity to score higher with a higher ceiling than triple captain Salah this week. So, And I think there will be opportunities for better or at least an equal bench boost as we go further down the line. We've got so many doubles left to come still. I think, I think there's any... Uh, ben, ben Credin hypothesized... They're only likely to be one kind of uh, normal, maybe two normal weeks between now and the end of the season. So um, a lot of games still to make up. Yeah, agree, agree. Right, so the last chip that we haven't talked about, which I know people are considering, is free hit. So with free hit, you could get 11, 11 doublers. Obviously, you can't use your bench boost or triple captain. Now, I'm not completely against it because you get 11 doublers. However, the one point I want us to focus on now, which we touched on, is the single game week players. You've got Bowen, who's probably the most informed player, playing at home to Newcastle. You've got Watford. So if you have Ramsey or Dinier or uh, Coutinho playing Watford at home. Again, Watford have not been great. They are struggling to score. I know that some people have King and Dennis. So let's see. Uh, we already touched on Brighton playing Burnley, who can't score. Some people might have their, their players. Um, how... Cancelo is another one in everybody in everybody's team, and he will be playing Tottenham at home. Tottenham have not been great, and Cancelo's Cancelo. So, Kylie, how many would you would 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 you consider free hit, and how many single game week players would you 
Because we always get bitten, don't we? We focus oh, on the double, totally. doublers and there's those single game weeks. Um, apart from the ones that I mentioned, it, 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 uh, or, or the ones that I mentioned, would you bench any of these? Would you bench Bowen for a double <laughs> game week player? Well, let's not forget last time, uh, the, the last sort of double and I free hit. And uh, I had Bowen on the bench in my free hit and I did not have Cancelo, who got, I think, 14 points. And yeah, so, probably. I yeah. remember it was a high score. So I will have two single game weekers in my team for game week 26, and they will be Cancelo and Bowen. Um, I am really happy with the quality of the other nine that I will have in my team. So it is a case of balancing who I think are the best picks that have double game weeks and keeping the two best single game weekers because, as we have consistently seen, they are able to comfortably outscore other players even in just one fixture. So it, it's definitely not something I'll be looking to do again. We see it time and again, single game weekers outperforming doublers. So, look, it's completely people's choices, but I, I think – a lot of people will have been bringing in players for the 26 double that have good fixtures anyway. Most people will, if they don't already have the three Liverpool, will, you know, because they haven't brought Salah in yet, will be bringing Salah in for 26. There'll be people who have Ramsdale, you know, um, there's a lot of the teams that are doubling that have had good fixtures in the lead up. So, it is one that I think many of us have been in a position where we've already had a few and then we've been able to build towards it. So I, I just don't think, even if you have two free hits, I, I definitely wouldn't advocate for using it if you've only the one. Um, but I, I just don't mm. think that there's enough upside on the free hit versus what everyone else will be doing, either bench boosting or triple captaining. Um, I don't think you'll get enough of a gain against the masses where you might if you would deploy it in another week. And as we said, there are so many interesting weeks coming up. Whether you want to go with one of the blanks, 27, or currently the the, the 30 blank, which only has six teams in it at this point, um, or whether you want to go, you see another game week that has, you know, a double or two and you think that's just a good combo of fixtures to to play it then i just think there's other times that you'll get more gain yeah um P pj what's what's your thoughts how many how many single game week players you have in none i as i said i've made this point before if i i i wouldn't probably free hit in a kind of double game week anyway i'd always save it for a blank game week because I, I don't want a free hit when I have lots of players who are already there, who are potentially doubling, going to score points and bench, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, let alone on one where there's going to be so many triple captain and bench boost flying around. It, it, it's not for me. Fair play to those who are playing it, but if you've got to do it, you've got to go as aggressive as possible. So what? You have eleven doublers. Eleven I doublers. Have... What? What's the point of playing it with eleven doublers if you're not going to go for eleven doublers? There's just there's just no point playing oh, okay. a chip so a double many, game. So how many doublers do you have versus how many single game with? Currently, game I have I, I will have eight doublers. But my single hey, game week players are going to be Bowen, uh, Cancelo, Ramsey. and um, Fernandez. No, oh, okay. I'll, be, I'll be benching Ramsey. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I, I, I cue I, the Jaws theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ramsey to run him up. I'm happy he's benching Ramsey. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, I completely agree with you, by the way. Um, I would never play a free hit in a full game. I just can't because of the what what points am I, you know, what happened to Kylie when she free hit and removed players that, that have fixtures, first of all, informed players, etc. Um, and they could always hurt you. For me, I try and use free hits in uh, blank game week as much as I can. Uh, I will actually have, um, interestingly, so I set up to have eight. Uh, the less said about Martinelli, the the better. Um, and, oh, I, yeah. I repressed that memory. I think. Thank you so much for bringing it up. Not only did he get a red card, that's not even the thing. He actually then cancelled his double, and that is yeah. so rude after holding him all this time. Yeah, I will have seven, and but but the four, the four, I I actually don't, I wouldn't want a bench. So Cancelo. Bowen, definitely both. Ramsey at home against Watford, I'm happy to play. Um, and uh, Broja is the last one. Uh, I'm already, obviously, I'm bringing in Salah and taking a minus four. Um, so I, I, I could take a minus eight, but I don't see the point of taking, and this is the thing, I don't see the point of taking another hit for any of these players. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm happy with, with the seven that I have and, and, and the four singlers. And that's what we wanted to discuss, really, is... Don't ignore the single game weakers, especially if you are um, uh, going to free hit. So I think um, that's all uh, for the topic, guys. So so let's jump into the questions. Um, Jonathan Strack at JStrack1. With one hit, I currently have seven double game weakers. Alibi, two are Dennis and the fraud. Dennis the fraud and Foster. Okay. Plus two West Ham and Cancelo and Silva. Would you take another hit to get Son instead of Jota, who doesn't play in 27? Should I take any hits to get any more? No, I think seven is is, is fine. Um, out of these, for me, Silva would be the one that I would consider taking. I would, with Jota, it, it's a tough one. Yeah, he doesn't play in 27, but then they have good fixtures and you could lose value on him. But I could selling him is fine. Kylie, how many hits do you think is is fine for this game week? I mean, I think it's fine to take another another hit. I just absolutely would not take a hit to do Jota to Son because. It, just feels very sideways. I mean, to be frank, Jota has the better fixtures of the two. So um, I, I wouldn't do that. I agree with you, Mars. If I was going to take a hit, an additional hit, I'd be taking it and getting rid of Silver because there yeah, are yeah. viable options that you could you could move to from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Malone at Steve underscore Malone. Is ESR now bench for the Arsenal or could he make an impact in the double game week? PJ, do you see ESR replacing Martinelli? Is he a rotation risk with Odegaard? What's your thoughts on that one? Uh, well, yes to both of those. I think he'll definitely come back into the team. Um, he's obviously done well when he has come on um, and did well beforehand. He was unlucky, but Arteta's been pretty loyal to those who've kind of got back in. But I think that works both ways. I think Smith Rowe will obviously start the first game of a double in absence of Martinelli. And if he plays well, I would expect him to start the second game of a double as well. So I think he falls very much into the don't buy don't um don't settle category you've still got smith row um i'm not sure why but if you've just benched him for the last five weeks uh yeah i would definitely be keeping him because i think you might now get your rewards arsenal have a great double and i would probably expect him to at the very least get you know 90 and 30 in those two matches fair fair i'd agree with that yeah no same same Uh, i think arsenal double arsenal double is probably one of one of the Better ones, considering what you said, Kylie, I, and I completely agree with you. The quality, not the quantity of players. You know, if you have 
three Burnley, yes, they double double, but the first double is I can't see them getting anything. In fact, you could go into minus. But anyway, Helen at Hilatius seventy six KDB replacement. Thought I was going Son, but I'm not sure now. If you have Salah, I don't. Uh, you could bench KDB that game against Tottenham if you want, or play him because don't forget he has a nice game against Everton in twenty seven. Kylie, what would you do um, if you don't go Son? What would you do with KDB? I mean, look, I, I am going. I am going, Son. Uh, so, I um, that's the kind of move where I I would want to optimize for the for the double, right? K- keeping KDB, it could still be rewarding. I just don't think it's a kind of essential like it is with Bowen and uh, Cancelo, and and maybe part of that is is driven by the fact that we're so aware of not only their form but their ownership. So it is quite painful if you do bench or sell either of them kdb less so and i just think because of his price there's a real op- opportunity there to to go for someone even if it's not son even if you go cheaper and you go like a, a Saka or someone from arsenal i personally would be making the move but i i think look you know son didn't have a good game tottenham didn't have a good game last time but you know only a few days before that everyone was grappling to to get him in and he's more than capable of doing well in a double game week and spurs have done well against uh city in in recent games so i wouldn't write him off no i agree i've, I've got kane he's going nowhere um and i think son for a double he's he's kind of player that could always explode um I think also it depends on your strategy for 27. And I know we'll talk a lot more next week about that. Um, if you're not free hitting, don't force it. I know Son plays in 27 as well, but maybe you don't have to force it. If you're not convinced yourself on Son and you're not free hitting in 27, KDB is still a great option. Um, Rich Cousins at Waylander 73. Expected minutes for Salah, Trent and Robertson across the two games in light of all the other games to play. Listen, if we knew that, uh, we would probably win FBL. Uh, I would say um, all three are, could play literally every game because we are chasing City and we don't want to drop that. Um, I, could, I would say the most at risk of missing a full game would go Robertson, Salah, Trent because of the cover. So Simicas is more than, than capable of stepping in uh, for Robertson to give him a rest. Um, I can't see Salah missing a full game, but I can see him either coming on in one or starting all. Um, uh, he will be on the bench and, and, and come on to, to, rest, to rest the others. T.A. Trent is the one that really there is no other good option there. But like I said before, Gomez or Milner can play there um, against Norwich if, if he needs a rest. It's uh, the catch-22 of having such great fixtures, right? Because... Yeah you know, there's a case that can be made that it is an opportunity to rest these players that they otherwise wouldn't rest because they should be able to win the match without them. And at the same time, they're such good fixtures that we want them to play and potentially captain and so on. So it, it is tricky, but we don't it know. It is. I agree. But but you know what? I actually think Norwich have been a lot much improved. I know they just got hammered by City, but they... they yes, City got the second, uh, the third and fourth very quickly, etc. And after 2-0, but they didn't just crumble. And before that, and I know it's a way, at home, they've been much better lately. What they've I'm trying been to say better is, defensively, though. From an attacking perspective, they're literally bottom for like every metric. So I, I think... That, I agree. Yeah. I agree. 
But Klopp knows we can't afford to drop a single point. We have to win every single game, which is what makes me think he will start strong and take off. That's what I would want him to do. Win the game and the rest plays. Because we can't let... we Even if we win every game in hand, we're still six points behind City and we still have to play them. You lose anything now, you drop points. You, it, the, impos- the, the, the vaguely possible becomes completely impossible. And that's where I think we would benefit as Liverpool uh, and Salah uh, triple captains. Um, Mortika Salah, interestingly, <laughs> a new Liverpoolian. Um, PJ, I'm going to give you two names. You give me an answer. Saka Otini. Playing different positions. Well, he wants to know: Would you go for Saka or Tini from Arsenal? Well, it's a ridiculous question. It depends on who you're taking out. They, they are they are the two standout options from Arsenal. So it depends on who you're playing. Well, along with the other Ramsdale. One. So <laughs> I would say Ramsdale. Ramsdale uh, no, no, no. I mean option. over um, you know Ramsdale over the course of the season, but over the course of just this game week, I would say Saka, Tini, and then Ramsdale in that order. So so probably Saka. I'd favour the attacking player, but it okay. really does depend on who the Kane other combination is. Kane or Son? Um, neither. Assume you can afford both. Well, United have scored. So delayed. Yeah, I was being sad. <laughs> and it's <laughs> not fucking Bruno, is it? It's fucking Ronaldo, who everyone's been writing off at half-time. <laughs> well, fantastic for us, but not so good for our fantasy football teams. <laughs> Hell of a goal as well. Hell of a goal. Oh, Nick Tomine assists. assists. Yeah, no one wants that, do they, Kylie? You just knew Ronaldo's going to bloody score, didn't you? Uh, right, Kane or, Kane or Son? Um, Kane, just. Okay, Weghorst uh, or one of their defenders, assuming Weghorst is fit? Uh, I, I, well, I'd say Pope, if I'm allowed. Sure, he counts as one of their defenders. Cool. So, um, now we're done with the uh, FBL questions. Let's have some fun. Um, and always the two, the same two. So thank you, guys. Uh, Adam, at 3-5 who? If Fusilli is the most basic type of pasta, who is the Fusilli of the Premier League? And who is the Carrizzo and Grana Padano Ravioli? And oh, Kylie, you're allowed... The Carrizzo. Carrizzo. <laughs> PJ, PJ, Kylie has every right to call me out on pronunciation. You sit in the corner. I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. That was dire. <laughs> Cast I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know why I said that. I know it's chorizo. And uh, Grana Padano Ravioli. Kylie, you're allowed the vegetarian option, apparently, or something like that. You asked, uh, can we add the vegetarian? Right. So who is the uh, pasta? The mo- who's the most boring of the Premier League? And who is the, you know, the it? PJ can lead because I'm still thinking about part two. I got distracted with how much I enjoy um, vegetarian. I pasta. mean, it's the only part of the pot that I asked you guys to look at. So we. I prepared, Mars. I fully prepared. I, I, I have clarity on. I don't. I, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a lame question. I, 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 yeah, I, I prefer on, the, I prefer the other question, which is much more interesting. This question is basically like, who's the most boring and most kind of the granddaddy of the Premier League? So the boring one, it could be any number of, you know, kind of midfielders. I've I've plumped for Ashley Westwood. It was just even just watching him makes me fall asleep, um, you know, and in terms of the the kind of uh, the kind of ravioli kind of candidate, it's 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 got to be it's got to be KDB. Or if we're gonna stick to the Italians, we'll, we'll go with Jorginho. And fucking hell, Bruno Fernandez is off. Well, there you go. What red card? Yeah. You oh. were joking me. That is three in a row. Oh. <laughs> is he just? 
Does he seriously have a red card? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, wait, wait. I thought it was a second yellow. It's not. No, 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 wait. Oh he's, it, he's varring it. It's going to var. It's going to var. Oh, good God. This would be my third <laughs> red card in row. Did he give him a red? Did he give him a red card? And they going to vault? Did he give him a yellow? No, he's, he's, he's going to var. He's um. Uh, I thought it was a second yellow, but he's now going to var to see if it's it's not a second yellow. He it was his first yellow, but he's now going to var to see if it's a straight red. Oh my god! Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, Paul it's come down as a yellow. It's gone down as a yellow and dunked sent off. Yeah. Oh, he's checking the he's, che- he's checking the, the red. How is that ascending off? How is that ascending off? <laughs> what a confusing turn of events. That's um that's bizarre. So yeah, Bruno Fernandez booked, dunk, sent off. Right. That's that's a much better outcome. Okay. It's still pretty so, crap given Ronaldo just scored. We are way down as it stands, guys. So as I was going to say, Paul Paul uh actually he brought in and captained Ronaldo and didn't go Bruno at all. Anyway, let's get back to the question. Right, pasta. So you were saying KDB or someone Italian, I believe, for your... uh, Jorginho. Right, okay. (laughs) Right, all right. I I tend to agree, okay, that there's any number of boring players. Um, Frankly, if Fazili was a flavour, it would be vanilla without the actual bean, right? It's about as boring as you can possibly get ordinarily i'd answer connor cody he's my standard answer for these but he's somehow actually contrived to improve his previously 0.0 xg (laughs) um and actually score some goals so it can't be him so i've plumped for ben white instead he's functional but flavorless right and any one of them could be for zilly um for me my vegetarian option was a wilted spinach with ricotta a bit of cracked pepper and a touch of honey just to make it nice and, and good. And yes, the obvious answer would be KDB, but I'm going trendy and on current form, and I'm saying Mr. Jared Bowen, because he is a boss at the moment, and I love him. And I had him before all of you followed. The only Fair good enough. decision I make this season. Fair enough. I mean, uh, Lindelof for me. Just I mean, You wouldn't even know he's there, to be honest. That's, that's how just boring he is. Like You wouldn't even know he's there. Uh, has he ever scored? PJ, has, has he ever scored? He has scored I mean, a couple. He has scored a couple. Made yeah. mistakes, though. So. Yeah, whatever. And uh, yeah, the, 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 it, uh, uh, the, there are so many players, but um, I don't know. Mahrez, I think Mahrez take, takes it this season. He's He's been something else this season. I've never owned him. So yeah, there we go. Uh, and our last question. Uh, Amund at Nordic Magpie. If you were to make a panel of four Premier League players being judges on a talent show, who would you choose and what player would be the Simon Cowell of the Premier League judges? Somebody said, can we have Alan Sam Maxima on the... And I absolutely agree, he has to be on there. So, three more between us, one each. Uh, one each? You, you, you gave me homework for this to prepare... I, I, I prepared oh, okay. a, sl- oh, a presentation okay. with all four. Hey, hey, if you well, have then more, you go lead, for it. Then go, on, PJ. go for it. I, I, with my expert knowledge of reality TV, As which, the is, say, yalla, yalla. which is none, I have put together a short list of a pretty boy who knows absolutely jack shit, doesn't even know what the word encyclopedia means, Jack Grealish. Already named him a previous question, Rahid Maharez, Continental Charm. He's going to love absolutely everyone, isn't he, Maharez? <laughs> you know, you, you want him as your judge, you want him on your side. 
Danny Welbeck, my favourite, a.k.a. the cat oozes class, obviously knows a dance move or two. And finally, in the Simon Cowell position, I've plumped for Emmy Martinez, a beefed up shithouse. He's good, but he's not as fucking good as he thinks he is, is he? (laughs) (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. So I'm happy to have um, St. Maximin in the Mares role, by the way, in that kind of happy-go-lucky, yes, you did brilliantly to everybody. Yes, he's listed as the uh, the larrikin for me. So the the he cracks all the jokes and and he's uh, you know quite lovable. Um, I have got um, Bamford as as being, I suppose, the sort of affable one. He's quite articulate, you know. Bam bam. Yep. Yep. Um, I have Schmeichel as the arrogant one who thinks more highly of himself than he should. Um, just, I really think he's very arrogant. I'm sorry. And now I've gone vintage at, with the with the obvious one. And you've always got an elder gentleman on the panel, right? Who's been around for donkey's years and no lots. And it's very obvious who this is. Simon Cowell's grumpy bumpkin. He's not a bumpkin, but you know what I mean. Um, is is Keane Roy Keane has to be he's oh. the perfect candidate for it he hates everybody controversial gone gone a little bit off the rules there with current premier league players well it didn't specify current (laughs) did it not i looked no it said pl players fair enough fair enough so in that case roy Keane would be a perfect cow yeah i've gone completely uh different to you guys so i wanted funky trendy and i'm hoping this competition could be a bit of hip-hop whatever so antonio's definitely in there uh, he loves his. He loves his. Antonio uh, did make my short list. I approve. Yeah. He was yeah, on my yeah. short list too. I, I absolutely. Also... And basically, he doubles up as a, as 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 a, anybody who messes about, or if people jump onto the onto the um, stage, he can kick yeah, the so. shit out of them. Absolutely, cost saving, Kylie, cost saving. Mm-hmm. Um, now uh, there is always a double act, right? And they, uh, as a Liverpool fan, my favourite double act is uh, T A and Robertson. They're just so cheeky. They bounce off each other. Oh, so was ha- on my short list. Yeah, you you need this. You need a cheeky, cheeky scouser as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. a cheeky scouser and a cheeky Scotsman. It, it has to be a Scot or an Irishman for for the cheekiness, right? So you have uh, Walsh uh, sometimes in in these shows. This time I'm having Robertson, uh, TA, and Antonio along with Sam. I will I will have Sam Maximum because you need you need that vavavoom. You know, you need somebody different uh, to bring in the continental touch that uh, the British uh, uh, so obviously lack. So that would be my uh, my four. Anyway, Wait, you don't have a Simon Cow. Well, any of them can be Simon Cow. No, really... none of them really. No, lend themselves any of them? Cool. Robbo can be Simon Cow, can he? <laughs> Wake up, Mars. <laughs> and Mars is the expert on reality. Exactly. Body. Yeah, I've never sure, watched sure, the show. Sure. You got? You want a Simon Cow? I bring Virgil Van Dyke because nobody will yeah, answer back true, to him. True, nobody true. will. He will look at you and go, "This is shit." Very sternly. Yeah. That's so I just got all Liverpool. Chuck Sam Maximilian out. Van Dyke can act can be a double act of bringing the vavavoom of continental Europe and Simon Cowell. <laughs> Somebody who definitely will be making won't be making on the panel. I could just draw your attention back to the current game, and and I'd like to thank in particular Kylie for finally weaning me off my Trossard drug habit, who uh, was dragged on 59 minutes tonight to go with his zero points from the first game, leaving him with just one point in a double game week. I know lots of people, including the leader of the Three Amigos lead, brought in Trossard just one point. I feel like I'm in recovery from him. I think this is what, like, you know, kind of... It gets 
life gets better. Yeah, it's gone like, now. It's I don't, I don't have the but... urge anymore to ever I'm go so near glad. Leonardo Trossard again. So thank yeah. you, thank you for that, Kylie. Yeah. It's only taken so, <laughs> <Yeah>. so long. <laughs> right. So thank you for all the questions. We love, we love them all, whichever part, type of question it is. And that's all we have time for for the questions and the topics. So let's quickly wrap up and uh, jump into our transfers and captains. So PJ, I'll come to you. I mean, we all just said that we're going to TC Salah. So what are your moves? I mean, I didn't say that. Kylie is clearly well, I mean, you, going you, through this curse kind of. You did you know, at the beginning. You way, did at the beginning. And way then up. after no, PJ I said talked, I was triple captaining. Ah, okay, cool. If if you don't go, well, you can you can do your bit in a minute, Kylie. But obviously, my question: if you obviously, who is your reserve? Clearly, um, would would be my question if you decide Trent. to believe the Trent. curse and not go with. Um, I will be triple captaining Salah, as I've said. Um, full disclosure to anybody listening: Salah will not score a goal this game week. Um, you can't say I didn't warn you. And in terms of my transfers, I'm probably going to do two moves for a minus four. Uh, I'm going to bring in Nick Pope for the double-double because I won't be free-hitting in 27. So the fact that he's got four games in two game weeks is too good a temptation for me, even though I don't really expect him to keep maybe more than one clean sheet in those four games. But fuck it, he should should be good for about 15, 20 points. And also, um, I, I had planned initially to kind of get Edward. He was a player on my, on my radar. But obviously, those who've gone early on him have been very badly burnt. So I'm actually going to switch now to Jimenez. So um, Antonio, another player I finally fucking can't wait to be rid of. Antonio will be going out and Jimenez will be going in. And those would be my two moves with eight eight doublers left still playing both King and Dennis in another double. So six, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't (laughs) take them out for a hit. I just can't. No, no. I look, Watford are going to have to score soon. And you, you would think... I, I thought Dennis looked a bit lively in the last game. thought he was quite unlucky, to be honest, um, from what I watched. The concern with King is he could go on the wing um, um, more likely than Dennis or whatever. But uh, with Saar in the team coming back, you never know. They might, they they need might create Saar back. They need to go to 4-3-3. King, you mentioned about King going on the wing, but King's actually their most creative player, with the exception of Saar, who's not been playing. They just don't have anybody in midfield who creates for the strikers they kind of it's just lumped up to the two of them and it's you like, brought well, Roy Hodgson well there you it's go. not going to be creativity no, no I know but yeah, they, if and... they go to a 4-3-3 with King and Saar either side of Dennis they they have a chance they have a chance I to think actually do they something. nailed on to go down with the uh, look, oh yeah for sure but Roy at least Hodgson let's go down and get some that points. anybody would wish to have and I have nothing but respect for him I supported him I supported him during 400. You're such an ageist, Kylie. <laughs> I supported him during his Liverpool tenure, but I didn't like that appointment. And I was glad that he was relieved of it because it just was not, he was not what, what you expect of a, for a club at Liverpool. I was surprised when Watford brought him in because you need, when you're at the bottom, yes, you need to go tight, but you also need a manager that is going to be able to attack. Like, anyway, listen, yeah. Um, I'm, to qualify I'm, my statement, I, I genuinely, look, we've, we've led with me, uh, believing in more curses than most witches, right? Roy Hodgson, with the utmost of respect, is probably some form of vampire who will be around managing for the next 3,000 years or however long the Premier League lasts for, realistically, with environmental issues, not as long as that. But anyway, I, you know, he's he's a bit, you know, lively under Hodgson is 
there's there's a real caveat to that statement. Okay, <laughs> they they're just snails are lively. You know, okay. By comparison to some things. All right. Well, let me get back to my moves. <laughs> so um, I was always uh, doing uh, KDB to Fernandez to Salah. So that that'll be one. I've always kept some money in the bank because I knew people would go crazy and Salah would go up. So it needs to be a minus four, but I'd always plan for it. My initial plan was um, uh, Laporte, who I brought in um, just for the two games and he only played one, um, to Tini. I do have Ramsdale. And I'm, but I'm also considering what uh, PJ's done, which is bringing, you know, I, I'm not free hitting in 27, but I do. So, Ami uh, Otakowski. Uh, uh, straight away to them. If I get priced out because of more price rises because I'm not moving early, then they would be my backup. Um, I do want to attack every game week and I, I think um, Arsenal defender is better than a Burnley defender. Um, so that's most likely where I'm going. I don't know if I'd go white over the, the other two because I see Tierney would want to watch white score. But anyway, it would be a defender plus Salah. I don't think Ben um, White has ever scored. I think Gabriel is the is the option if you if you want to go for. A he's more back. expensive. He's more expensive than Tierney. Oh, so he yeah. he's he he's not. It will be it will be Tierney. I, I I just like Tierney. I really like. I always thought he's a pound shop um, Robertson, you know, which he is in 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 more ways than one. The cost that that that, that outcome and everything. Um, and I just I just like the way he plays uh, if he's fit. Um, yeah. So that will leave me with uh, yeah the seven which does include Edward, which I don't think he'll play too, but hopefully he'll get most minutes. But I'm not going to take more hits. Martinelli, unfortunately, ruins it for me. But yeah, the own, yeah, Dinier on the bench scares me a little bit, but it's Dinier, who cares? Um, watch him now score an assist or something like that. Um, so yeah, um, like I said, no, no free hit in, in 27, which, which, which means that um, I could consider the Burnley defenders. So, well, I think that, that's a wrap, guys. That's um, all we have. You didn't come to me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, well, I forgot. You talked about the TC at the beginning. Sorry, Kylie. No, what are your moves? Just, just tell us your triple captain, you, okay. Kylie. <laughs> I, my, my moves are I'm bringing Son in uh, for Bruno, and I need a replacement for Martinelli, uh, which will probably be Saka. I had already budgeted for a certain number of Liverpool and Arsenal players, uh, in my plan to navigate through 27, so I, I don't mind doing that. Um, so those two will probably be the ones I bring in. I am shockingly most heavily leaning towards Trent for triple cup, uh, captain for the reasons we outlined. The only thing that makes me a little bit nervous is that it puts a huge amount of pressure on a clean sheet, given that I have double Liverpool defence and could potentially be uh, triple captaining Trent too. So... Stay tuned. Um, there's every possibility I panic and uh, triple captain Salah. Um, but if I do do that, I can blame no one but myself because I go in forearmed with the knowledge of failure. If it makes you feel better, I'm happy for you to blame me a little bit as well. Oh, I, I would entirely. Okay, okay. We're going to blame you whether you give, you give us the, the with permission or without or not. permission. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, now it's a wrap. Thank you. Um, it's, be, it's been a good discussion. Um, I have been Mars at Mars05. She's been Kylie at Kylie FBL. And he's been PJ at Hindu Monkey. We have been the three amigos at the three amigos FBL.
please like, share and rate the pod if you like. That's all what we ask you for. Continue to stay safe. Enjoy the double game week. Enjoy FPL and don't be scared of hits. Adios, amigos.